Fest podcast listeners, and welcome to the first episode of 2021. I'm Jay. It's one whole more. And I'm here with Angelo. Hello. And Nancy. Hello. And we are back in the new year to celebrate yes. with you and podcast with you. Yes. One cursed year over. A new cursed year just begun. Woo! It could be blurst. You never know. What's blurst? Blessed and cursed. Oh. Yeah. Why can't it be? I would take blurst. Kest, because <laughs> then it would be spelled like cess, and we all know cesspools are bad. All right, fine. But yes, yeah. There's really hope... only one way to mix bless and curse. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone's had a good Christmas and a good New Year's and. Just a general good holiday season, even if you celebrate something different, because generally speaking, it's just a good time to chill out, you know, obviously not really see friends and family, uh, but still just kind still of time take, or, to take relax, some time for yourself, rejuvenate, practice self-care. <laughs> My holiday season was exhausted. That's not Why good. was it so? I know you didn't actually have time off on the actual stat holidays. What did you end up doing? I know it was your birthday, too. So happy belated birthday. Yes. So... Uh, yesterday and today are my first days off since Boxing Day. Good. Oof. From about uh, December 16th or so, box it to now, Boxing Day was my only real day off. And you worked hours and they were on the day of hour shifts. I mean, so did I. I just took like, yeah, the New Year's off. So how did I you didn't guys even get New rest. Year's off. Aww. How did you guys rest, relax, rejuvenate? Over I your did not holiday. at all. Not not no. even outside of work. Not really. So that's the thing. Oof. Like you've got to you have to take I like consecutive days for it to be meaningful because like a yeah. single day in the middle of a block of work or a single It's like, not like, enough. Yeah, like it, like if if you get 6 days of work and in those 6 days you get 2 days of uh 2 days off. Yes, they are days off. Yes, you are not up. But they are not truly days to recuperate and rejuvenate they're just days where you're like i'm gonna sit here and then i might do some laundry or something might take a yeah, nap you have all that other adulting stuff to worry gonna, about that's the thing but in like three hours really no I'm better than an actual bed weekend. and then i'll wake up and it's all gonna be the next day where i have to work yeah yeah so there wasn't really any time to uh do proper relaxing it's great it's fine it's great for folks who uh have the privilege of working from home as some do uh it's not nearly as bad but the for the people who don't then uh yeah we're just back to the regular old grindstone and having to leave home and this is why weekends aren't enough because like a weekend is yeah it's two days off work but you don't really get to accomplish a whole lot of rest and actual rejuvenating yeah. in some countries you're too busy doing like laundry like you said or dishes yeah. or like making sure that your week like is none of those take that week. long but like it's just the fact that you said, had like, but it cuts in yeah if you only have the weekend off usually that means you're only working eight hour days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so if you figure like in eight hours of sleep you got eight hours of work and then eight hours of whatever the hell you need to do for the rest of it mm-hmm. <laughs> so you actually do have some just you have some decent free time uh even if it's only a couple of hours on an eight hour schedule mm-hmm. if you're working 12 hours though like mm-hmm. you try to get eight hours of sleep you need some time for like getting ready to work uh getting to work Eating. you might only have like two hours or an hour and a half of real free time during that day 
Not yep. to mention like totally uh, prepping for work because you don't want to buy lunch all the time. Like you, you should bring yep. like good God, no. things like leftovers or prep lunch or it's snacks expensive. and stuff like that. that and that means bad. also it's means grocery shopping and all yep. those things. So it's like yep. it's a, it's a whole myriad of tasks. That it's being a said, I know of that, I know like some countries, uh, primarily I think Scandinavian ones right now are looking at implementing four day work weeks. So that'd be nice. Yep. I heard Microsoft was doing that in Japan too. Yeah, they absolutely should. And it's it's come up as an experiment that has been vastly successful. So I understand that, like I I am unique a little bit. Not very many adults work twelve hour shifts. I know Jay does. Uh, but I mean, having four (laughs) days off in a row generally minority here. I'm, she uh, is. Yeah, I was just gonna say that yeah. I am the minority but, here, but I also but we're work not two representative. Jobs. We're not representative of the majority. Yeah, of uh, of adults. I of also work two jobs, that. so. Eh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's an entrepreneur. Maybe we're more representative than we thought. <laughs> and and the second job didn't really take too much of a break over the holidays because no. over the last week that we took off, two weeks, sorry, that we took off. I've done voice acting interviews and singing. Oh. Nice. So it, it's been busy, just not as busy because I don't have the other full-time job taking up the eight hours every day. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you do for your holidays, Nancy? Did you, other than, uh, other than like, like in the rest and relaxation sphere as opposed to the hustle. As opposed to the hustle. Yeah. Uh, for for Christmas, we don't, we're not, neither of us are very, like, you know, religious, particularly. And we don't celebrate, like, Christmas Christmas in the way that most people probably do. Mm-hmm. We do have a night, we make sure we have a nice dinner together. And uh, every now and again, gifts are exchanged, but it's not like the ceremonious thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a really big, fat steak dinner for christmas nice we made these huge steaks we made a huge steak. amount of fat mashed like creamy creamy mashed potatoes um i fulfilled the obligatory uh amount of vegetables to go along with it all but ah uh, yeah that was good that fed us for like three days not bad at all nope and i then, did uh, uh... We did the same thing for new year's <laughs> nice for Christmas, our dinner was, you know, those like, instead of buying a whole turkey, because it's just way too much for us. Oh, way too much. We yeah. got we got one of those like little turkey loafs. Like, I, those think little I, told you, turkey I think loafs. I told you about those. For, I did that for Thanksgiving. I don't know if yeah. that like stuck in your head at all, but like. They're, it exactly did. They're, they're, they're worth mm-hmm. it, actually. They're not bad at all. They were great. Yeah. They're, I, so what was, I don't think what I'll be buying a full one? turkey again. Yeah. Oh, that's hmm? good. What was stuffed in this one? Because it was a stuffed turkey breast, right? We actually didn't get one of the stuffed ones. Yeah, I did. We just got either. one of the solid ones. Yeah. Oh, and okay. because like my mom makes fantastic stuffing as it is. I was gonna mm. say why why replace something really good with something just pre made? Store made. Right. I actually prefer homemade stuffing. And then we just yeah. had some mm. uh, some good cranberry sauce with it. Uh, some mashed potatoes, some sweet sauce. potatoes. Yeah. And then uh, some Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts were the only vegetables then. <laughs> nice. I mean, that was fine yeah. because the plate You're was full enough. This. Nice, nice. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. but yeah, like I, I didn't do anything like that too much. Uh, like Thanksgiving, um, which is a while back now, but like just remembering, like, yeah, get the 
get the turkey loaf. They are they're actually during Christmases and Thanksgiving, they're actually on sale most of the time and you actually get them for cheaper. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you can get like mashed potato stuffing. You, you can either get the box stuff or you can just make it your own. doesn't matter. But I mean, it's so nice. It's so low key. And you don't have to deal with the amount like months worth of leftovers. Leftovers are good yeah. to a certain extent. You have like like there's such a thing as too much of anything. Right. Um, I agree. Exactly. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I will only make like an actual bird of any kind, right. whether it's a duck, chicken or a turkey, if I have a lot of people to share it with. Right. I just I can't justify it with just um, the two of us this holiday. For Christmas, like, uh, my mom dropped off some food for uh, myself and Bayfar, and uh, Bayfar's nice. parents did the same for us. So we had some food that was made by them, and that was great. And mm-hmm. the thing that's sort of annoying, and uh, you guys off, uh, I think offline, we we you guys pointed out that we're probably not gonna do you know like a, a get together duck dinner. Uh, as we have traditionally yeah. in the past, it's, but people have still been getting duck. Like they order duck takeout to their own house and stuff, and they've been taking pictures and sending them to me. So I, while there is like a certain element of envy, I do appreciate it, and I think it's really sort of emblematic. Of Everybody a, of a knows tradition. that you are the duck man. I am the duck emperor. <laughs> the duck man. Yes. Jay, the duck man. Yeah. Um it's kind of nice to see and and at the end of the day people are sort of they've they've incorporated that part of of new year tradition in their own lives as opposed to like like it's great to celebrate with everybody but they've also just taken it for themselves and i think that's great um mm-hmm. and i that is i haven't definitely had any, a compliment yes i did i haven't had any peking duck myself but i have had just barbecue duck Neither. which is also not a problem mm. <laughs> um you know i had a good uh new year's meal Awesome. Oh, yeah. And you that have? Dio made some oxtail. Oh, nice. Ooh, ooh, I yes. still want to yes. try. I, re- I would really love to try some one day. I want to see what Usually we make it like for Christmas or something, right, but right. because there were only three of us and there was too much food as it was, mm-hmm. it didn't make sense to make yet another thing right. for Christmas. No, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So with New Year's just like a week away, it's like, well, why not? Just save it for the next holiday. It's, it's one week from now. Yeah. It's like a braised oxtails kind of soup or stew kind exactly. of thing, right? What do you guys serve it over? It's like a stew. Uh, rice. It's rice, okay. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Uh, Dio's family has a style of cooking rice that includes like coconut milk, salt beef, uh, pigeon peas, mm, some salt other beef. stuff. And yeah. it's just, it is one of the best rices that I've ever had. It's, it's just straight up is. The There's a time and a place and a place for like plain white rice. Mm-hmm. Like you can put anything on plain white rice oh, yeah. and it's good. But if you jazz up the rice, it is just it's it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. It's wonderful. No, that's good. I have a New Year's thing where I try to make a new recipe that I found at some point during the last year that I didn't make like make the time to go and experiment with. Mm-hmm. So on New Year's Day, I made two loaves of garlic parmesan and green onion bread. Mm-hmm. Not oh Mike, uh, send some. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll fax you some. Send me your fax number. <laughs> yes, okay. Fax uh, me the bread. She'll fax every audience members. <laughs> do it. Yes, please send. Please send fax numbers. Yeah. Uh, no, it was. It's this. It's a way of doing it that I've never tried. And what they've essentially done is they've gone, layered it all in, and then they twist the bread so that it's distributed even, like semi-evenly so that when you oh, have a slice of bread. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah, it's Fantastic. one of those. 
Uh, It is really interesting because Parmesan is a pretty hard cheese. When you grate it, it still comes out as pretty like hard flakes as opposed to what shredded cheddar is like, what's pretty soft and kind of, you know, noodly. In this case, I kind of screwed up and I made too many gaps in the bread because the Parmesan was so hard, but it melted so well that it was worth the trade-off of yes. the difficulty of how, having to shape the bread. So it was good. Gets like a chef's kiss from me. I will continue making it throughout the year and Does I will make... probably be sending some to people whenever I can. Does it make your... Oh my your, God, that your, sounds so good. Uh, like not that it's technically a bad thing, but does it make your house smell like yeasty feet? No, not at all. Yeasty feet. It smells Parmesan, more like garlic Parm- than anything Parm has else. like a feety smell, okay? Like it's not... You know... It absolutely People does. have always told me that, and no, I just think that smells like Parmesan. I think that's only if you've only ever had, like, the craft uh, dehydrated Parmesan that they have in, like, no. pizza chain My places. Well, that just doesn't well have a aged smell. Parm has, shares the exact same sort of, like, they're in the same... To be I'm fair, not saying it's the, the same parm strength. that I get isn't... I'm saying it's yeah. the same... It's in the same smell family. Family of smells? Yes. I understand what you're getting at because there are some things that do that. Like, I don't know if you've ever had like braised daikon, but daikon has a smell that's very different from how it tastes. And that smell sometimes is kind of poopy. Oof. And it's like, it's weird, but you get over it because you're, when you eat it and it's fresh, it's fine. But sometimes it does release kind of a weird smell if you keep it locked up in a container for too long. If you have it in Chinese, like clay pot, um, yes sort of yes stuff. exactly like you don't mm. notice it as much because it's not on its own there's like like uh, there's other meats and other spices and stuff so it doesn't cover up necessarily but it's sort of like it kind of mixes and melds into the the whole okay. overall smell but you profile. notice it the most but if it's on its own you notice like, it the most if it's been like uh put away like if you've put away leftovers in the fridge oh, there's never and it's sealed so. up once you open that seal it's like ooh, that feels that smells weird right. and then it goes away after that but it's like it's a build-up thing mm-hmm. fair enough uh the only the way that you guys are describing it the only thing that i can really compare it to would be like a, a kettle sour beer wouldn't no. where pro tip uh kettle sours if you if you ever drink one if you ever come across one drink it don't smell it don't pour it into a glass. Just drink it out of the can. Drink it out of the bottle. Oh, it's one of those. Uh, yes, because oh they have the ability to taste amazing. But if you smell it, it will ruin it for you. Hmm. Good to know. Having that said, uh, there's so many good sour craft beers now that I haven't actually come across uh, a kettle sour that I actually want. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, to answer your question, no, the house didn't smell that way. Good. It smelled more like the garlic than it did the cheese. That's good. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, that would be so good. Looking the house forward, basically smelled like garlic bread. Right. I was going to say, like, looking forward, though, because um, obviously we've talked a lot about holiday related and, and just sort of a little retrospect. Is there anything you guys are planning on accomplishing, like maybe career wise or personally or like? We're not talking resolutions. We're not being like, oh, yeah, I'm losing 50 pounds by March or something. We're going like seven. Man, that would be great. To be like, you know, this is something I, if, if, if things go well and, you know, regardless of our current world environment, what are the things that you think you can accomplish this year? So uh, last year, I was biking to work about once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe over the course of the month, 
about four to six times. And I'd like to do more of that. Sure. I'd like to maybe do like twice as much biking to work. Uh, but I've also got my moped now. So maybe I can uh, use the moped mm-hmm. to go to work sometimes, too. Mm-hmm. Just on one hand, it lowers your carbon footprint. But more than that, it's a hell of a lot funner than driving. <laughs> so yeah, other than that, that, Angelo's going to live a, yeah. a two wheeled life. A two-wheeled yes. life for you, Angelo. Yeah. Two less wheels. It's going to be great. Uh, um, other than that, my plans for the year are very simple. Get vaxxed, <laughs> then visit some family. All right. Yeah. I think that's fair. Definitely applies to me, mm-hmm. uh, the get vaxxed and go visit some family bits. Mm-hmm. Um, so we moved last year, and this year we're going to have to figure out what to do with all the landscaping. So we have... Oh. A variety of mulch everywhere, and mulch is just annoying because animals go digging in it. It doesn't stay down, so if the, we get like a particularly bad bout of rain or wind, it kind of blows around everywhere, so it doesn't even really stay. It just kind of slowly disappears over time. So we're going to have to figure out what to do with that uh, if we want to, you know, put anything in it, if we want plants, if we want shrubs, if we want to just get rid of all of our lawn and put xeriscaping in. Right. It's something we'll have to eventually figure out, but it's better to figure out what the end vision is first so you don't screw up and have to undo stuff mm-hmm. like partway Wait, through. Wait, so like the whole the whole lawn right now isn't even grass, it's just mulch? We have grass. Uh, I don't mind it, but it is more maintenance that I would prefer. Like I, I actually feel personally affronted Let's that I have honest. to water it when it gets really hot in the summer. Let's be honest, grass like, is I, dumb. Uh, yes. Yes, it like, is. Just I real. love having green space. No, yeah. I, I love having green space. I prefer greenery, but that's mm-hmm. why I would rather get xeriscaping because at least that stuff is native to this part of Alberta. Mm-hmm. At mm-hmm. least it doesn't require you to go out there and baby it with, you know, like daily waterings, you know, that sort of thing. Right. And what is that? Xeriscaping is basically pulling all sorts of uh, fairly this climate friendly. Yeah, like, like, like sturdy, fairly, sturdy plants. Sometimes Very hardy native, plants, but like not. we have fairly um, extreme weather because like within the year we swing forty degrees up and down, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to find plants that are quite native to the area that know how to survive here, um, that don't require a horrible amount of watering throughout the year, like things that naturally survive without human intervention. Right. So like the idea is instead of having like a patch of grass, it's like almost a a native plant garden. Yes. For your front yard. Yes, okay. exactly. And then you don't have to mow it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you don't have to fertilize it. You do and have to prune all, it. all that other bad stuff. You do have to weed and prune. Um, you do. But not, Weeding like, you is kind of unavoidable. Yeah. Well, that just sounds like IRL animal crossing. But like, it's, it's <laughs> like, while you can argue like, yeah, with a lawn, you can just like run the lawn mower over it and it's not like that much maintenance. But it's like, who uses their front lawn? Yeah, exactly. Right. I may as well make it something that's actually nice to look at. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, there's there's a little bit of discussion about putting up, like, either a small fence or putting up hedges. I'm not a huge fan of hedges because you have to actually maintain those. You have to, like, keep them trim you into really a certain shape every now and those, again. Yeah. yeah. And, like, while they are nice and they are a green version of a fence, you have to really maintain those. And I'd kind of rather not. Mm-hmm. Plus, you can't see through them. If I'm going to have a nice looking front yard, I'd at least be able to see it from the street. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Gaze upon um, so my yeah. works and despair. 
gaze, gaze through my cheap chain link fence. No, I'm kidding. It'll probably be one of those like kind of like a Victorian black wrought iron fence, but obviously well, not wrought iron because that cash rests. money. That's expensive. I'll be getting some kind of uh, I don't know vinyl. Are those like artificial fences that aren't made out of wood? Are those vinyl? Yeah, but those I'm not sure. I don't know about those because those are just a like a plastic fence basically. Probably aluminum is what I'd go for, but again, aluminum's kind of primo. Mm, You'll figure it out. Probably worth it. Basically, so that's kind of my. This is something I need to think about this year. How about you, Jay? Oh, uh, mine are pretty simple. I want to advance in my career a little bit. Uh, I've faced some roadblocks regarding that, so that's been annoying over the past oh, no. year, uh, over the past year. But I'm going to commit to doing something like that, and all the things that mm. that entails. Uh, I want to also get the vaccine for the good life living, so I can either do one of two things. Well, maybe both, hopefully. Uh, one of which is if all things kind of go well for everybody, I do mean everybody because it can't just be a me thing. Uh, I would like to see if I could travel by the end of the year. If I can't travel yes. by the end of the year, uh, that's fine. But maybe locally, if our numbers are good enough and, and things are more stable, I would like to host a big ass party for all the parties that we lost last year. Right. Imagine retroactive partying. Like, yes. Last year, I intended to go to SakuraCon. Last yes. year, I intended to go to Japan. Uh, yes. Part of me wanted to make uh, a trip home just to see how the family was doing. Right. Mm. Uh, imagine if this year I took all the money that was earmarked for that and just fucking partied. <laughs> I mean, I took all the money that I saved from tra not traveling last year and built a computer with it. But... Honestly, yeah, I spent the money that was earmarked for travel. Yeah, <laughs> but I will have more money earmarked for travel this year. And like knowing that planning wise, there's nothing to plan for until probably November at the earliest. You could that's a lot of time exactly. to save over these next few months or not even next few months, majority of the year. I'm hoping to plan, uh, to plan some travel by either November or December. Uh, we'll see. You know, like I, I'm, it's not I'm not going to be irresponsible about it. I think anyone who knows me. It, like knows that it's just like it's a little bit of wishful thinking but if it doesn't work out then there's always next year you know like i'm uh, but mm -hmm. it would be like if that could work that would be great uh i'd like to go back to japan as well i'd like to go in the winter Same. so i'm hoping again sometime november to maybe march ish times i would like to go there and um yeah really really expand some uh some of my horizons and see some new things hopefully if i can't travel by november mm -hmm. i'm just going to like every three days it, it, assuming the city at least is open by then right. I, it Barely. absolutely should be uh every three days or so like two or three times a week just go to like some new restaurant right do that and get and and, and bring some friends along do local travel bring some friends along yeah reinvest yeah. and invest yeah. in the local economy i've i've stayed I've, i try to invest in the local economy and i live in an area where it's fairly easy to do so but uh yeah you're very lucky jesus christ there's so much cool stuff around you yeah yeah i actually i'm actually yeah. i always think about sort of like where i live relative to everything and it's not even just because of the area where i live but specifically where i live is actually just super convenient 
It is. It's amazing. And it's weird. It's like two or three more blocks, like north or south or east or west, is kind of like less. Well, okay, maybe not west. Going west would be just as convenient, but in three blocks in any other direction is kind of weird because it gets less convenient. Mm-hmm. But it's been good. It's been good. Um, but yeah, yeah. like I, I totally agree. Seeing seeing people like small get-togethers going out with people uh like again food or even going to just do like i don't know i wouldn't mind going to the zoo or something you know just something that that kind of gets people out yeah going to the zoo would be great nice just spend a day out the problem with going to the zoo is that uh the to my understanding the timeline for the rollout of the vaccine yeah yeah Yeah, i know the best months for the zoo aren't going to really be an option no yeah yeah i wanted to go to the zoo a couple of times last year because they had um, organized like limited settings where it was like Mm -hmm. come and do sort of like a locked room or like a treasure hunty thingy and it was like that's a great idea those tickets all sold out so fast and yeah you know like good on them for making the best of a crap situation um i it's not like they're running out of money but obviously they could use the support as well um mm-hmm. and it would just be something nice like uh to just sort of be able to go out without doing too much oh it would be sort of nice to go to banff too yeah yes. I, I miss going to banff we uh, actually we went one to thing Lake that never shut down was hiking Oh. I mean, yeah, hiking is we- hiking is hiking. But I mean, mm-hmm. pe- like there were some periods of time where there was so many people out in the mountains and it wasn't exactly like people uh, social distancing as they should have. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. You know. mm-hmm. Like I went and to I mean, one of the best briefly, parts and there were so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of terrifying. One of the best one of the best parts about hiking is going back to like Banff or Canmore afterwards and just like hanging out in the town after mm-hmm. and having and ice so cream that's not something and you can do. Uh, not exactly related, but like in the same vein, uh, somebody shared pictures with me of West Edmonton Mall and the water park just being ghost town empty, and it's like it's kind of serene but also super weird because like it's obviously like it's built like a like a uh like an entertainment park where you know everything's sort of gaudily colored and like you know sort of <laughs> you know what i mean and but it was just completely empty and the water was still in there they didn't drain the water it was just like the water was just still and there was just nobody in there and i was like i would kind of want to go <laughs> but i have we haven't been in years i think the last time we went like angelo i think you were part of the last group that we went to and that was like a solid Oof, I don't know, five, six years maybe ago. I don't think I've ever actually gone to the water park in the West Ed. That's not true at all. I don't think that's true. I'm pretty I don't think sure I have. you have. I have like, seen it and I have been within the vicinity of the big windows. I don't think I've ever been inside it. You should go. I think I've only gone to the West Edmonton Mall with my uncle and my cousin. Really? You never came before to... Before I even moved to this province. Like when we did like Athon runs? I don't think I did. Oh, okay. My bad then. My bad. Like I've, as far as like Animathon proper, the only times I've gone to it were uh, Taste of Animathon, right. uh, day trips with MJ and uh, Aiko, uh-huh. uh, once with Dio, things. and then there was once with uh, Animathon proper where Dio and I stayed right. in uh, the dorms there. Okay. I, I just, okay, it's my bad. It was just that like we had so many people. Like we had, 
there was legitimately yeah. like groups of like there was the time we went 20, to sylvan lake 20 like like 20 to 30 of us would be at the par- the water park at west edmonton park uh you know the day of the day before like animathon for example so i just sort of like i i sort of i swear you would have been part of those groups but I guess it was just. I think times. what you're thinking of is the the water no, slide. No, I remember. Park I remember Lake. Sylvan Lake quite well, but we also didn't do Sylvan Lake more than like twice ever. So, I only went yeah, there once. And I think it shut it shut down like years ago. Yeah, it's shut so, down now. Feels not bad going back there, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, okay, my bad. The memory is getting fuzzier and fuzzier every moment. Um, the future is now, old man. Uh, okay, you can have it. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen the present. <laughs> you can have the future. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. have it. I don't want it. Yeah, it's fine. It's true. I just, yeah. I'll take I'll take the past. I'll be let me be eight again. I don't mind. <laughs> A uh, time before cell phones. Simpler time when we didn't have to yeah. Time before cell phones, time before we had to worry about uh, being to be eight again. The fifty six K modem was just invented. Ugh. Floppy disks were still the main method of transferring data. Yes. Websites still didn't use anything more than table-based layouts. True. It was so cool. What when a time I got my to first... be alive! I was so cool when I got my first three-inch floppy versus the five-inch floppies that I had. It was so cool. Oh my god! I know. I was like, "Ooh, they're so small now." I got, I got internet <laughs> because my my brother was in comp sci at state, so I had internet when I was about eleven. Which was wow. pretty, like, I would say that was still, like, we were in the top percentage of people having internet at the time, I think, in a sense, you know? Like, I don't think people got internet that quickly as a whole. Like, it was the adoption was sort of fast once people realized its potential, but, like, in terms of actually having it, mm-hmm. probably not so much. We had internet fairly early on. To the point where we actually had a second phone line installed. Yeah. So that we so could that be actively using the internet right. while still having the phone right. work. Yeah, because otherwise uh, you'd be taking up the entire phone line just being on the internet. And if someone picked up to try and dial out without realizing it, yeah. they'd interrupt your connection. And then. And now that I'm thinking oh, about I it. I had it as early as nine. I was using what I would consider these archaic technologies right up until like high school. Right. Like, it wasn't until uh, grade 11 or maybe even 12 that we got uh, DSL instead of uh, dial-up. And it wasn't wasn't until, again, grade 11 or 12, I was still using uh, floppy disks for, like, transferring files that I was working on from, like, work to home Yeah, you're a little bit older than me, so I, I didn't have to use floppy disks that much. But like, I was actually talking to a friend about this the other night. Like this was, CDs. I graduated high school in 2006 yeah. for, for context. It wasn't until like the second two years of high school, like uh, 11 and 12, yeah. where uh, USB drives were even an option. Right. I was burning CDs up until about grade 10, which would have been 2005 or so for me. Like, that's the thing. I could burn a disc at home, and then I could use the data at school, but then I wouldn't have any way to bring the data home. Yeah. That's why I had to use floppy drives. I remember through Uh, all of junior high, I I burned so many discs. Just, like, mostly. Like, there were two or three computers in the school. No. Zip drives? Zip drives. 
I never used one, thank God. I never used one either, but that was how my computer teacher at school, like in, I don't know, like high school, that's how he oh, backed up everybody's a, stuff off the I actually don't, I don't think I know what a zip drive is. I'm looking at it, it now. It looks uh, like a really thick mini floppy. Yeah, I'm looking at that yeah, now. Yeah, like... Like I, I feel almost like, like an external compact yeah. flash. I feel like we yeah. we had one or I've seen them. I just never used it. So it's more like I, I recognize think what it flash looks is like. a bad analogy. I, I think honestly, I've seen it and I think I've just thought it was for floppies. But there were also ones that did floppy disks, anyways. Because I'm looking at a product that says three drives in one. So yes. it had hard drive capability. It had floppy drive capability and zip drive capability wow that's fucked up anyways back to 2021 (laughs) uh one last thing that i want to do in 21 2021 and by that i mean one thing i don't want to do at all i i'm actually like very happy with where my computer is at Mm -hmm. and i don't want to upgrade anything about it except i don't want to buy or but no new parts no new parts. But, no new Frankenstein parts. And? I I want to keep my wallet. I want to I want to fatten my wallet. I don't want to spend my money on computer okay. parts. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I'm in the That's same. Fair. I mean, but, I'm in the same boat. I've bought uh, the computer. I know. I get it. I'm in the same boat. Uh, the computer. This computer, barring failure, of pro uh, of parts, will should last me a good five years. Probably oh my more. god! It more than that. Yeah, but then there's a personal part where it's like, well, if this computer belonged to my mother, to it would upgrade. last her twenty years. But because it lasts, mm. <laughs> because it is my computer, it'll last me five. <laughs> Before I'll feel the even the if itch I was in upgrade. your situation, like with a thirty ninety, I would feel like after two years, I'd be like, yeah, but the new one though. But the new we'll one see. though. But yeah. And it doesn't even matter about numbers or performance. It'd be like, yeah, but what the, the big, new the one? The big upgrade will be seeing how ARM processors will be. But anyway, I don't want to get too much into that. Um, something that's actually fun. Um, I didn't mention over the over the course of the holiday, actually, uh, during the new year, uh, I had one of my friends, my streaming friends, put on a charity stream, uh, marathoned 16 hours of Metal Gear Solid 1 through 4 and I helped him out with it. Bayfar helped out a few like other people helped out. Um I stuck with him to the very end, which was three in the morning a couple days ago. Uh which was great. Honestly. Uh raised almost uh well raised over a grand Canadian uh for Doctors Without Borders. So that's a really good start. And on that same nice. note uh, something fun to look forward to just right now is uh, AGDQ is happening as of today, recording today. Now. Um, they're only on right their like second now. day. And by the time the, the, the podcast episode comes out on Wednesday, it'll be not even halfway through the whole event. So I hope people have something to look forward to. And, you know, if you feel like donating, donate. If you can't, you know, then at least enjoy and maybe spread the word. Uh, it's always a fun event. I always look forward to it. It's something just like it's a feel good, fun nerd event that we can all enjoy safely inside. It's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm there's a couple of races I'm looking forward to. I don't remember what they are off the top of my head. I'm gonna have to look. I haven't looked at the schedule in depth, but I have seen some stuff that 
I'm interested in. Like, there's a there's a Donkey Kong Country race actually. I know coming up, and I'm looking forward to that. Oh, I remember that from a few years yeah, ago. So one, when I, watched I think there's it. one. It's actually I think today, so I think it's later on tonight. I might hop on and nice. try and catch that one live. But most of the time, I just catch the vods because I can't be arsed to follow everything absolutely live on the schedule. It's like so much content. But still looking forward to it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. It's for me, HDQ in the past has been something that I turn on in the background and then just every now and then I pay attention to right. it. But for the most part, it's like background noise. And I, I totally understand. Like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's, uh, uh, an uncommon way to enjoy it you know there's just like i said there's just so mm-hmm. much going on at once um and if you're not necessarily a speedrun community i can absolutely understand where you wouldn't be like i need to follow every moment of this but yeah uh, for me it's more like games that i'm actually familiar with uh and i this is probably true for almost everyone games that i'm actually familiar with are the most interesting ones to speedrun yes because mm-hmm. if there's like if there is one particularly part of the game that you were like banging your head against for so long or that like was really like specifically hard for you. And then yeah. these guys just they like just crush it. Either they skip it completely or they execute it perfectly or you realize it's, it's the just true like extent of your business. It's like I, I'm a gamer and I had a hard time with this. These <laughs> These demigods exactly. just yep. showed me what for. Yeah. Yep. Oh, there's some funny stuff. There's a game called Michael Jordan Chaos in the Windy City. That's supposed oh, to be. Oh gosh. There's oh, Golden what Sun's the... on there. I love Golden Sun. I'm Michael Jordan Chaos in the Windy City. Yeah. Is this a real? Like, is this like a real game that a company made for money, or is this yeah. like an indie game? Yeah, no, it probably is. Because Michael Jordan's name is on there for one thing. You think that man doesn't <laughs> wouldn't charge you for to use his name? You are you'd be deadly. Wrong. I mean, it could be in a similar situation as uh what was it? Tales of Game Studios presents Jeff Boyardee's uh Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam Guidance. Uh so that's the thing I was going to tell you is that yeah, there's just Charles Barkley game. Barkley Shut Up and Jam Guidance is apparently an amazing jrpg yes i've never played it i just heard about it recently <laughs> and i would actually look look out for it and see if i could play a it. while ago it got a sequel if i remember correctly i don't want that <laughs> i don't need that no you no. do though <laughs> michael jordan is one of the main antagonists in the game it's fantastic what really yes Damn. And the, the right. story of the game is that the world is basically destroyed after charles barkley performed chaos, chaos dunk, dunk. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It's it's got some like because of those sort of uh the utilization of those quote unquote mechanics, it sounds really cheesy, but I've heard it's actually a really good JRPG. <laughs> so you just have to look past that. Like I've I've only actually been able to put about uh two or three hours into the game before being pulled away. And I was like getting really into it. Uh but then it's just like uh I have to go do something else. I was expecting like, a short game, not something that was like an actual epic game that I wanted to play. I need to, I need to save this for the right moment, the right time. <laughs> there, I'm sorry. I'm, Maybe I'm that time is 2021. The, the schedule now. Maybe it There's is. So many cool uh, games. Some of them are. It's always cool to see a familiar game because then you know what it takes to run through it, beat it, whatever. 
and you have expectations mm-hmm. but it's it's also nice to learn about other other games that like you've never heard of before you know so yeah gonna check that well, out speaking of finishing games though mm-hmm. i will probably make it a goal to finish all of cyberpunk because i'm really taking my time like i'm not i'm not really right. blitzing through it i'm reading a lot of the lore that you pick up mm-hmm. i'm as one does you know yeah and i'm reading trying lore. really really hard to do things stealthily but i'm just really not good at stealth i'm just are you I'm just melee not. stealth because i'm hack stealth which is i think decidedly I'm trying the hack, like the hack route. Yes. I oh, actually, this is a good question for you, but you can answer it for me later. Is there a way for you to respec everything? I don't think so. I haven't come across anything. Like I, I've tried not to look up very much about the game as a whole. I've said that a few times. Uh, I'm trying not to like look up Same. any walkthroughs. I did look up a skill builder because I did not want to. Because I don't think that there is a respec system, I wanted to make sure that I'm putting mm-hmm. points and skills that synergize and are useful to me. Um, so that's probably the, the one big uh, concession I've made. Other than that, uh, which isn't really a concession, it's really just like planning ahead. Um, it's not the same because you can, if you, you can open up the game from the very beginning and look at the skill set. That's available to you. It's just I wanted to lay it out for myself, so I knew what kind of, you know, order I wanted to do things in. Um, it would be nice to have a way to respect, but I can understand why. Like most games, like like Skyrim and stuff like that, don't don't have ways to respect, to my knowledge. So I think it's just a it's a standard of the genre that most of the time you can't. Which is fine. It just sort of makes. Uh, mistakes harder to backpedal on right but i don't think there's anything it's it's hard to argue that you can make a major mistake i don't think there's such a thing as like a critical failure of a build like i I think almost any you can do almost anything and not mess up too badly but you'll just have to realign your play style to fit a altered skill set for example but it doesn't yeah, like like if, if for some reason you're like at the very beginning you're like oh I'm gonna put a lot into crafting for example and it's like well it turns <laughs> out you're not getting a lot of components to craft with well I guess you better start focusing on on putting some stuff like getting the stuff you need to craft so that you can make your crafting skill useful to create those better weapons and armors like and if that's the way you're gonna do it but you're not like exactly a silent guy or like you know uh, you're a big brawler or whatever but I think there's a lot of ways to play the game, which is nice. But yeah, definitely. How how far are you in now? Uh, I am not very far. Okay. I will I will definitely tell you that much. I am not very far. Are you and past a Act lot one? of it is because uh is Act One before the splash screen? Is that considered Act One? Act One is it little it, it lets you know when you're in Act Two, for example. It actually says Act One and Act Two. Yeah. Oh, so uh, I might not, not be done Act One then. Hmm. Have you... anyway, like I said, I'm taking my sweet time. Okay. Uh, I, I also I think I mentioned before that I I had hurt my hand. Right. So it's really hard to play controller games right now. Oh, I see. I play I play keyboard and mouse. I think. Yeah. I've been so I've noticed that using a mouse is usually 
easier. But the other night, there was a lot of um, pretty heavy-handed, like, right right side of the controller button mashing. Right. And that was not so great. Plus... <laughs> Plus, I should probably find a different uh, a different key to bind to push to talk because right now it's the back button on my mouse, and holding that down for extended periods of time to talk to people is actually kind of not nice. Ooh. Yeah. 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 So. I'm sure you'll figure that out, but it's uh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not as far as I thought I would be at this point. Not because I'm not interested. I'm just waiting to figure out what the next I, I i'm doing the whole thing where i'm clearing all side quests before i finish the next story thing which is a task mm-hmm. let me tell you <laughs> I bet. but it's been pretty good i'm just taking my time through it so i'm not making story progress but i'm making like personal investment in the game progress so whatever that's worth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and angelo's dropped the game he's like i wish i could have returned <laughs> it but i can't oh yeah, I'll I'll play it eventually. And if I'll you don't, that's fine too. You know, there's a lot of games out there, man. Like, I I know. I like we talked about this last podcast. I don't know what next games are really coming. Up. Well, I do, and I don't. But like, on the whole, there's nothing that's going to be coming up like as big as Cyberpunk is in the next year or two. I think because we would have heard about it by now. Like, we would people would have really started building that hype engine by now. But because of that, like, you know, it's easy. I mean, there's many games oh, so that are trying to start building the hype engine. But people are also... And people are like, yeah, okay, but it's like five years from now, or you haven't yeah. told us anything and, in like and I don't two wanna, years. I don't want to be hurt so again. So we don't even care. I don't want to be hurt again. Well, I mean, off the top of my head, there's the next Final Fantasy that's been uh, announced. There's Sky Elder Scrolls Six that's been announced. Like, these games, they're supposedly being worked on. But we don't really have enough information to care yet. And we're maybe in a post-caring society right now. Post-caring. I think we are. I think we're we're we're, mm. we're in no. a little bit of a burnout zone for, for getting hype. Which I think is a good thing. People, people want to be hype about something. They want to be able to look forward yes, to something. But again, we've been hurt recently uh, and we won't be hurt again <laughs> for a little while. Give it like a month. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about it in a month. Um, in the meantime, I guess we'll wrap up this episode. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us on our new New Year's episode, and I hope everyone has good times ahead. Um, you know, whatever that might mean for you. It's been a hell of a ride so far, but I think there is more of a lighted ton at, at the end of the tunnel than there has been in months so it's been nice anyone got anything else to add happy new uh, year yes that also happy happy new potential new year same you but take care of yourself that's all exactly <laughs> all right take care everybody bye bye see you next time bye.